Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome in to the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we're talking about law and order here in the heart of Tennessee. Sergeant Amy Denton is one of our guests this morning. Amy, good morning. Good to morning. You. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. Listen, next week we start our fall season for our Teen Citizens Police Academy. So if anybody has a teenager, 13 to 17, that's interested in law enforcement, and maybe law enforcement is a career or just wants to learn about the police department, reach out to me and we'll get them signed up. That meets on Thursday evenings for six weeks. They get to see quite a bit about the department and check things out. Um, let's see, the next Saturday, October 15th, we have quite our... Faith in Blue event. That'll be in our front parking lot. Uh, the main part of it will be in the front parking lot. Saturday morning, um, <clears throat> excuse me, from 9 a.m. till noon. And that's going to be a community resource fair, um, but with a twist this year. Faith in Blue is a nationwide initiative to build better bridges and better relationships between law enforcement agencies and faith-based organizations. So this community fair is going to be a combination of local community resources, and faith-based organizations. Um, the hope is that people may find a resource that they're not aware of, and the resources may find some support, maybe even volunteers, out of these faith-based organizations' uh, memberships. While all that's going on, we'll have a patrol vehicle available to be packed with non-perishable food items for the local food bank. And our building will be open for tours for anyone that wants to come in and, and see behind the walls of the police department. They can come in and get, it'll be a brief tour. It won't be an in-depth, you know, all in and all the offices and all the parts of the building. But they'll get to come in and see um, the areas that we work in. Okay. So these are coming up and you need to be aware of those. And uh, just gives you an opportunity to learn a little bit more about the Murfreesboro Police Department which is always important to do. Now, uh, we're not too far away from uh, needing people to actually sign up and be in the next Citizens Police Academy. If they your your be teen one is on right now. The I teen think. one's going on. The fall adult CPA is um, halfway through right now. We're on break this week. We take the fall break or the spring break with the city and county schools. So they are, they're halfway through the, the session. Um, but, yeah, we're taking applications for the spring class. Also, I already have a few. So if, if somebody has their Tuesday nights free from January to April of next year and they want to learn about the department, go on a couple ride-alongs, uh, set in dispatch and see how that all works, um, they can go ahead and sign up for that. Now, with uh, these activities, there are so many other things that people can be a part of with the Murfreesboro Police Department. Uh, and, and you need to learn more. And I think that's one of the great things about the Citizens Police Academy. It gives you some firsthand experience mm -hmm. about the services that are offered there. Mm -hmm. 
Speaking of helping you, uh, Lieutenant Clayton Williams is with us this morning. And Murfreesboro Police are always there helping each other, helping other people in the community. As you look back over the past week, are there any particular trends in things that are happening in Murfreesboro? We're sort of easing into fall weather, uh, which the weather's been phenomenal for outdoor activities. Yeah, right now, um, Bart, we've actually um, been meeting yesterday in some overall uh, crime that we see uh was trend actually trending down last week um mainly the things that we're looking at is some of our popular issues like burglaries auto vehicle thefts um theft from motor vehicles um don't know if that's fall break or if the cold weather but uh, we're seeing a little downtrend in that this week um before we get too far off that you mentioned something about connecting with the police department uh so our good friend larry flowers is not with us today here but he is actually off site uh, right now from 8 to 9, if anybody's interested in going and um, just kind of talking with officers and, and, and asking questions, they're hosting a coffee with a cop at the Twice Daily at 110 John R. Rice Boulevard. That goes till 9 o'clock today. So uh, go out, get your cup of coffee, and uh, just engage in a conversation with an officer or, you know, tell them about concerns that you've got or things that you see that are going well and uh, would be happy to uh, engage with you in that way. So a little plug there. Um, but yeah, that Bart, we're, uh, it's kind of a, always a, a, I don't want to say a moving target, but, uh, we do typically kind of see the same, uh, things that are, are high priority for us like that. And, uh, putting more and more people on those cases and putting more uh, resources and leveraging a lot of the technology that we have, whether it be, uh, social media has been a super big help and some combined with our data analysts who have been able to get information out and the, the citizenry and other folks are really helping us be able to identify some of these folks that we're looking for whether it be a missing person or someone that's just out and unknown where they're where they are uh, welfare checks but it, it it's been a good good resource and a good uh, you know amount of success of engagement with the community the more people that are checking out and monitoring and keep an eye on what's going on through our social media pages. So I would just encourage people to, if you're on social media already, you know, give us a like, follow us, and uh, you'd be up to date on everything that's going on. Have you mentioned about more and more people are missing and what have you? Is it the weather or what? I mean, it just seems like a lot of people. All yeah. Of a sudden. You know, I, it's a great question, Bart. Uh, I don't, I don't really know what to attribute that to, other than I just think there's still a lot of folks out there. Uh, dealing with a lot of a lot of stress, uh, you know, still coming out of you know post 2020, and and uh, you know you've got global things going on, uh, you know, economy. But luckily here in Rutherford County, we're we're very fortunate um, uh, to not be as nearly as affected by that. But just um, I think it's just a lot of stress and on, on people's lives, and uh, they just kind of have different ways of coping with that, and some of that is kind of unplugged. So, but you know, we're we're thankful that most cases uh, in these instances we were able to locate these folks and it was just a situation of they wanted to they just needed to get away for a while um but uh, definitely if you have somebody like that in your family that uh, you know all of a sudden just kind of goes off grid if you will and, and that you have concerns about um that live that are residents here please let us know and that's one of the great things that you do you help bring families back together uh, it's got to be a stressful time if you don't know where uh, a relative is. They just suddenly or are, are they vanished. Yeah, that that unknown, you know, that's a very, as you say, a stressful thing because 
sometimes you can't help but think about the worst um, and you know hopefully uh, that's not the the resolve but until you really find that out it's difficult in a way this is not totally new uh, not just Rutherford County but everywhere uh, do we still have problems with trafficking uh, trafficking of humans and things of that sort uh, and is there a certain age that would be more prone to be missing than other ages you know um, I mean human trafficking it it takes a lot of different um, forms if you will you know there's <clears throat> there's what's seen on TV where people are just kind of you know snatched out of their daily life and then um, you know put into a situation where they're they're bought and sold but th that's not near as much of what um, what we see um, it, that's kind of rare and it's it's over dramatized unfortunately but you know we do still see instances of um, people that come here from other countries that don't have uh, means of support you know they get connected with a seemingly helpful uh, individual or group that um, is involved in criminal element <clears throat> and exploits them to kind of I guess work off their their debt if you will to be able for them to be able to be here um, and then other people that get involved in other uh, let's call it crime nets if you will you know drug use and dependency to where the way that they're able to fund and continue uh, that habit they obviously have to get uh, resources to be able to pay for that and sometimes we see those happen in, in cases of drugs but um, you know it, it, a lot of those investigations they take really long periods of time and some of them are developed off tips and some of them um, you know different uh, range of severity but uh, we take them all very seriously and luckily we have some folks at the police department that are just dedicated to those type of crimes we you know and you don't see a lot of it in the news just because we don't want to re-victimize anyone um, a lot of times even though we may be making cases it may not be something that gets real public attention because um, it may do more harm than good to those folks that are coming out of that so we need to uh, I, I guess if someone is missing you need to report it as quickly as possible yes you know even we have some criteria that we go through uh, to determine uh, the risk I guess assessment you know based on what what's known at the time but a lot of it is just being able to track them down and even if it's a phone call or through another agency make contact to just ensure that they're okay that they're not in any danger um, and once that's done and verified that we can report that back to the family and then if they're there by choice that's in and they're of age you know that's that's okay we just want to make sure that they're not in any danger but if we do find that they are then you know that's where we can work together whether it be us or through partner agencies uh, to get them the help that they need do people when they are missing like this do they usually just show up on their own or does someone see them or, or how is it how does it often play out as far as how they're located mm -hmm. right well, the ones that are what I would call the ones that are just running away, a lot of times we'll put a picture up and they may have run away from a certain group of people, but they're still in contact with some of their other friends and relatives. So when that picture goes out and we say, hey, this you know welfare check or this missing person, it doesn't take long for word to get back to that either the individual 
so they can contact and say, Hey, I'm okay. I just, I'm, I'm moving away. Um, or a friend, you know, a mutual acquaintance will, will let us know like, no, I just saw them the other day. They're fine. Um, we've actually but, had, um, a missing person comment on social media posts and say, I'm not missing, <laughs> you know? So like, like Lieutenant was saying, they're missing from some people, but they're not lost. They're not, they've not been taken. They stepped away. So when that happens, is it hard to check that out to be sure that's really them responding? And we ask them to make contact with detectives and detectives will verify that that is them and, you know, talk to them and, and try to verify that they're okay. But, you know, if an adult decides they want to just up and leave, you can do that, mm. you know. So we have to, we just verify that they're safe um, and that they seem to be in a stable mental status and things like that, and they're not being held against their will. Um, and let the family know, you know, we've talked to them and we've done everything we could to verify that they are okay. Um, and then, you know, that we just have to, we close the case and the family has to just sometimes step back. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you have any questions dealing with law and order this morning, you can talk to us, text us if you would like, 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. And uh, here's a question from a listener. Uh, they're saying they hear a lot about the people who have uh, medical issues and they are missing and uh, People or families are concerned with their missing without uh, any medicine. Uh, are those people harder to find? And I'm always amazed, they say, that uh, sometimes they end up several hundred miles away. It, it's each case isn't, you know, unique. Um, I don't want to put a blanket statement on that, and I think Sergeant Dent would agree that it's uh, with her dealing with public information for a long time. Um, sometimes i mean sometimes we <clears throat> we don't get any response and we don't have any leads or we don't have any uh you know trail to follow to find these people um and but yes we do take them very seriously and it's, that's those kind of criteria like medication dependent um certain other illnesses that they might have a lot of those things go into um the decision making on how far and how much we're uh, how many resources and how uh I guess to what extent we need to go to locate this person. Um, but it's, again, sometimes, especially if someone's not, uh, and, and what comes to my mind, uh, people elderly, like a, a dementia patient, something like that, yes, it is common to find them states away. But a lot of those folks don't have social media. They might not even have a smartphone. <laughs> and they're very difficult to track um, unless somebody sees their vehicle or knows them. So, um you know, we, we're diligent on those. We do the best we can. But, yeah, I, I think each case is unique, and sometimes it's just very hard to pick up that trail. Sure. Here's another question from a listener. They say they see this on television a lot, don't know if it's really accurate, but uh, some people have to be missing for a certain amount of time before the authorities will jump in and, and take the case. Is that strictly TV, or is that in real life also? Are there laws that guide you into how long a person has to be missing before they can be checked on well there's no there's no um, limit or restriction on when you can make that report um 
and <clears throat> there are, excuse me, <clears throat> there are uh, some guidelines in state statute about the time that people have to be entered. Um, for example, like a missing uh, juvenile or missing child, we we have two hours to get those entered um, because it has to go into a national database to try to find those individuals. Um, but there are some. They may be talking about some older. Uh, statutes and things in different states. I know there uh, a long time ago that was kind of the rule of thumb until an adult was past 24 hours missing. They wouldn't be put into the database uh, to notify other departments across the country. Um, but now there's just, it, it's kind of like I talked about a moment ago, there's different criteria that dictate how that works um, and how much risk um, the individual is in and what their particular situation is anything you want to add to that i was just going to say you know just because someone hasn't called you today when they normally call you at 8 a.m they may not be missing they may have overslept their phone battery may be dead whatever um <clears throat> so sometimes those start out for us as a welfare check we go to the person's address and try to make contact with them and just, hey, are you okay? And the public never hears that. And we do several of those. Um, so like Lieutenant was saying, it's it's kind of the, we look at the whole picture. what What's all at play here? What's all the information? And um, we put out very minimal information a lot of times on a missing person because, you know, their privacy matters. What their health issues are or mental health issues are not everybody's business um so we just um you know we need help finding them there may be they may have an issue finding their way back home so we need to help them so it's it's this it's kind of the totality of the whole circumstances how we figure out how far to go so get those names in as quickly as you yeah i mean if, if, if you have real concerns that someone has gone missing maybe they you know they called you and and they said you know they were traveling and they intended to be at your home at a certain time and it's two hours later now they're not answering the phone um you know it's just not their normal you know you can give us a call and uh, if we need to get in touch with other law enforcement agencies and just check the roads and things like that of course you know weather plays into that if there's winter weather you know flooding in another area something like that it all plays in we're talking this morning about law and order here in the heart of Tennessee from the Murfreesboro Police Department. Sergeant Amy Denton and Lieutenant Clayton Williams are with us. Our phone number, if you'd like to join us, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There is an underground civilization underneath of the North American continent. It's coast to coast AM overnight, every night on WGNS Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to demasfamilykitchen.com 
and you can send an order to anybody as a gift. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here. Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Good morning. Still some traffic volume out here on 24 through the Hickory Hollow area, but at least it's moving on 24 westbound. It does look better over in Wilson County, where we had a crash earlier on 40 west near the Mount Juliet exit. Now, there's still a lot of traffic on Wilson, uh, in Wilson County right now, down I-40 towards Nashville, and it's picked up even more with that traffic uh, out here on 840 around Sulphur Springs. Hey, for customized Tennessee t-shirts, hoodies, and so much more, if you're a Tennessee Vol fan, you'll love this website, RockyTopTNShirts.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. High temperatures climbing into the upper 70s for this afternoon with a good deal of sunshine. Then for tonight, mostly clear skies will drop to a low of 46. I'm meteorologist Michael Carroll, News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 42. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. We break in with traffic, news, and weather bulletins anytime. Good Neighbor Talk is your 24-7 connection. WTNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're looking at law and order today. And from the Murfreesboro Police Department, Sergeant Amy Denton and Lieutenant Clayton Williams. Lots happening in the community. And Amy, you had mentioned you'd mentioned some of the things that are happening in the near future with the Murfreesboro Police Department. We're not too far away from shop with a cop. Can you believe that? I I can believe it. (laughs) October is a big planning month um, for shop with a cop. Um, And that program is 100% donation funded. Um, So yesterday we had a donation delivered from the um, Fraternal Order of Police, um, which helps. Um, And usually we've had a, a corporate sponsor step up that hasn't happened this year so um i'm not sure how much each child's going to get this year we take our total amount that we have and divide it between the children and we usually serve 35 i say children usually about 35 families uh, we ask for two from each city school and they're chosen from the the schools by the school staff, the guidance counselor, and our SROs, because they know the children, they know the families, they know the needs. Um, so 
um, if anybody wants to donate, now's the time for it to be spent this year for, for There those may kids. be a corporate sponsor out there listening. You never know. What, uh, what kind of sponsorship is usually involved in that? How much money? It's totally up to up the person to donating. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've had individuals donate. You know, we, we've had people come up to us uh, when we were shopping in person a few years ago. Um, there was a gentleman saw what was going on, and um, one of our staff was there shopping with a child or helping out with the whole event and a gentleman walked up and just handed cash to the to the person and said i want this to go towards what y'all are doing so um, that money went in the account and was spent the next year uh, but you know it it comes in all all denominations all shapes and forms um, and if you don't want if you don't want anybody to know that you donated you can just go to the tax department at city hall and and make a deposit and it just goes into the account and you can do it quietly anonymously whatever um, now when when is shop with the cop it will be in december um, we usually do it the first saturday of december we haven't set that hard date yet this year okay so if you are thinking we would like to help uh, mm -hmm. our corporation would like to help mm -hmm. uh, should they get in touch with you oh that's fine yeah that that would be great um, okay. they can email me or, or call me my office number is 629-201-5501 I just went blank <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before <laughs> uh, or you can call the police department and ask for me everybody there I think knows how to transfer calls to me okay very good so it'll be here before you know it? It, it will. It will. Um, we'll go with whatever is in the account um, at the end of October, usually, um, because there's a whole process for the purchasing that happens in, in December. Sure. Now, uh, we're just weeks away from uh, trunk or treat and uh, things of that sort, trick or treating on the square and true uh, trick-or-treating in neighborhoods yes um we don't do a trunk or treat at the police department but one of our, our traffic unit um that's part of the rutherford county traffic safety task force they do a big trunk or treat event um i think i'd have to double check the dates but i think it's the 27th or the 29th so it's usually the thursday i think before halloween that sounds right. um, and they do it at the uh tennessee highway patrol testing office out here off of where you Mill, get Tennessee. your driver's license right where you get your driver's license um, but there'll be representatives from Murfreesboro police Smyrna police Laverne police uh, Tennessee Highway Patrol Rutherford County Sheriff's Department um, Eagleville the, all the all the agencies that work together in that traffic task force they go out there and set up and give out um, give out candy and stickers and visit with the kids and all that and Everybody usually has a big time out there. Oh, fantastic. So make it a point to uh, get involved in some of these things and uh, just be a part of the community. Let your youngsters see that the police are your friends. And you never can start that at too early of an age. Uh, I know that uh, there was uh, always a big effort to make uh, community policing one of the, the strong points here in this area. Mm -hmm. And I know Murfreesboro still works hard on doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, it, that sometimes is a challenge, but uh, it, it really has worked out well for, for the police department and the community. You know, it has, Bart. Um, I think 2020, 2020 highlighted what people are. 
if they're good that they're good showed more if they were bad that unfortunately showed a little more um and and 2020 was a difficult year all the way around many parts of the country um the police departments faced a lot of negativity um some of it may have been warranted a lot of it probably wasn't um our community though um took the opportunity and i say they just loved on us um, a lot of our programs and events and and things like that we we stopped them to try to keep everybody healthy um, but probably by june of that year i was busy almost every day with donations being dropped off we had neighborhood groups getting together and they would deliver um, drinks and snacks and um, you know, children would draw cards, um, just little things to let the officers know that the community was with them, uh, believed in them, and trusted them for the most part. I mean, you know, you have the criminal element that's never going to trust us, but that is what it is. Um, but I think that the years and years of working in partnerships with the community really showed up then. Um, and it, I mean, it's, it's, it's shown up several times when things could have been ugly in Murfreesboro and they weren't because the community stepped up and said, no, that not here. It's a great community. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting question. And, uh, this is from a listener who says, I'm really interested in learning more about the Citizens Police Academy. Uh, we've moved to Murfreesboro about eight months ago. Love it here. The people are wonderful. But how do you keep the criminal elements from getting into the <laughs> Citizens Police Academy and learning things they should not know? <laughs> well, when you do your application, you sign a waiver that says that we can check your criminal history. So that's what we do. We run a, a criminal history, criminal background check on every applicant. Um, and if you, you know, if, and I call it, you know, if you were young and stupid and you did something small 20 or 25 years ago, look at that and take it into account um, but if there are criminal things on there or um, patterns of criminal behavior then you get a really nice letter that says thank you for your interest but um, not sorry mm -hmm. um, so and you know you ride along with the officers so the officers have to know that whoever's riding with them is is not a known threat they're not there to pick up uh, tips on how to be a better criminal, things like that. Of course, you know, background checks catch the ones that have already been caught. Um, but we spend 12 weeks with these people. Um, I do. You other, really get to know them. Other officers <laughs> come and go as the program progresses. Um, but I get to I get to kind of know the ones in the class. Um, and I've, I've made some friends in the class. Um, and then they come back later and, and volunteer at events and, and come and visit, things like that. So... It, um, it, it's really a neat process. If they're interested, I would encourage them to reach out to me. Um, we always poll the class. It's kind of funny. Raise your hand if you were born and raised in Murfreesboro and never left. And that percentage is small. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be everybody. <laughs> yeah. One of the interesting things, people don't stop and think, uh, when you become a police officer these days, technology has totally changed what they're doing i mean dramatically uh not only in what they're doing out in the field but it changes how they learn to be a police officer and murfreesboro police is really on the cutting edge of that 
Um, we are. We have to, uh, we have an IT staff in house um, that um, we work them hard. Um, <laughs> we've gone from you know just basic desktop computers to mobile data terminals in the cars um, to every officer gets issued a cell phone. Now it's a smartphone. Um, when I started, we were issued pagers. Now we get smartphones. Um, and there's apps on there. They're, um, they're able to, to check things that is law enforcement specific. Um, you know, our, our in-car computers, um, they can do a lot of things that only dispatch could do years ago. Um, you know, I think body cameras are coming. We've had in-car dash cams, you might call them. Uh, for years so it's ever evolving but there are crimes being committed that you have to use technology to solve that 20 years ago that crime didn't uh, didn't exist because the technology didn't exist and I so. guess the speed that this technology enables you to have mm -hmm. that really helps you a lot mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. yeah it does um, the fact finding you know we we used to have to just call other agencies or whatever. Now, you know, officers network among themselves as much as the dispatches are linked. Um, so, you know, criminals are mobile and now the information is more mobile. Um, you recently got to come through on a tour and find out about um, some of our that. networking that we're, we're able to do um, with the new building that we got. We were able to, to hook into some more networks and it's really helped. I was really impressed with the uh, <clears throat> digital way that you train officers to talk somebody out mm -hmm. of a, a situation. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe they're wanting to commit suicide. Maybe they have a hostage situation. But you feel as if you are there as it's happening. You interact with the person. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But that's real life. Yeah. People a lot of times think of virtual reality things for video games and things like that. So what we have is called a Vertra uh, training simulator. 300 degree screens, sound, um, weapons that are, are made to go with the computer system that runs that. So we can train on situations and the person, the, the person running the machine changes the reaction of the role players in the scenario to fit what the the officer or the participant um, is doing so um, nobody gets hurt we get to learn in a safe environment um, and it, it makes our officers better and helps them better gives them better skills and better equips them for handling things that they may run into out in the field so in addition to training new officers you improve the skills mm -hmm. of current officers yes Yes, um, that's it's incorporated in annual training, and our Citizens Academy participants they get to go down there and walk in the shoes of an officer for a few minutes and see what that's like. Clayton, as you look at what's being used today versus back when you first became an officer, uh, what is what runs through your mind? I mean, <laughs> are you thinking these people really have a a great advantage? Uh, that, that maybe your age group did not have? <laughs> well, I'll say, yes, there is an advantage, but I also want to give some credit to these men and women because the expectation is higher, um, along with the expectation to be able to 
properly use and navigate and manipulate all those resources to uh, an end, a better end result. And um, so, yes, it's 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 good in that sense. And and I think a lot of these folks that are coming out now uh, that especially we have. Um, lateral transfers that come and look at our department you know there's especially if they've come from say the west coast a little larger department they they expect those things now it's not just well how do i how am i going to get by with that you know it's it's the expectation um so as technology continues to evolve and i think it's not just technology but man the amount of information that is available um on the internet you know whether it be through social media whether it be um how you do your banking, how you do your business, um, all of that. Uh, and the, as the Amy alluded to a minute ago, our criminals are, they're evolving as well. And they're seeing ways to commit crimes that don't actually involve going out and breaking into something. It involves doing something electronically where they don't even have to leave where they are. So I think the, the wave of the future of the police officer is going to be it's it's going to require more and more savvy, more and more technology uh, to be able to solve some of these crimes and prevent them from happening and taking those opportunities away. But uh, we're we're up to that challenge and and we look forward to it. And thank goodness, you know that we have a city here that provides us the resources to be able to do those things. With technology now, do you feel that it's safer being a police officer than it was ten years ago? Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about safer. I think, um, and I say that in, in the fact that what we see, even amongst people that are associates and have some sort of relationship, um, and I don't know why the reason this is, but the sanctity of life is a lot lower seemingly amongst people. Um, the threshold to which someone will raise to the level of, taking a firearm and shooting somebody seems to be a lot lower um and i i don't know really know like i said why that is but so i don't know if i would say it's it's safer i think it's just you have to be more aware of what's going on and you have to be um just like in before you know pay attention to your senses and and look for signs and and, and take precaution and not unduly expose yourself to something that may put you in a situation where you may uh, get violently hurt. So, um, so I don't know. I don't know if it'd be fair to say it's safer. I think it's just, again, it, you just never know what you're going to encounter and where someone else is at. But um, through education, you know, we <laughs> we do the best uh, that we can to try to help officers be prepared for certain situations and recognize things that may they may pick up on to prevent getting into one of those situations. But you just never know. You're always. Uh, I, I tell people all the time. I don't think police officers are expendable by any means, but you're always on the backside of the action. We're always, you know, if someone decides that they're going to do something, point a gun in your face, you're always behind. So, um, and we have to compensate for that best we can. Frightening statement there. The value of human life is not as high as it used to be in the minds of a criminal. Seemingly, I, I would say that that's Scary. my opinion. We'll be right back. Stay with us. <laughs> Thanks.
You may think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey one to four weekdays, followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at four. The sunrise puffs up above the horizon. So glad to see you today. I'm Amy Watson. And I'm Ben Hill. Welcome to News Channel 5 this morning. Time to fill your day with something more than a routine. This is Sky 5 Live as uh, every day there's a brand new skyscraper <laughs> going up. This is where we connect. Come on, y'all. We are alive. We are well. We Laugh. <laughs> see the beauty of the morning. When you look out this morning in that sunrise, you get the prettiest picture. Uh, News Channel 5 helps you out the traffic door. Traffic anchor Rebecca Schleicher joins us now with the latest. The good news is there are pretty easy alternate routes. With something more than news, weather, and traffic. News Channel 5's Nick Barris is in our Good News Alert <laughs> Center this morning. Take a good look girl, right there at this dog. Yes, Whoa! It's something to lift your spirits. Wow. If that doesn't get you going, then we need to have a chit-chat. Ben, Amy, Leland, Nikki D, Rebecca, and Nick. We are here to get you yeah. revved up and going. A better day. Wednesday is day. Starts this morning. News Channel 5 this morning. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend. And the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. She's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adams Place. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. Now more than ever, count on WGNS. Welcome back. We're talking this morning with Sergeant Amy Ditton and Lieutenant Clayton Williams from the Murfreesboro Police Department. Lots of activities going on for the next several days. One of those being uh, the marathon the half marathon coming up this Saturday. And I'm expecting a lot more people being there, not necessarily runners, but this is the final half marathon, the swan song for this phenomenal event. And I think a lot of people are gonna be lining the roadways from what I've heard, just to sort of say thank you for this great event. Uh, what's Murfreesboro Police Department? I know that's a challenge for you. Yeah, we uh, it requires a lot of extra staff and a lot of planning. And um, the biggest thing that we want that makes our job easier is just to remind folks that if you have to get to work that morning or have somewhere you have to be, um, please avoid that race route because there are parts and times where it's just impossible for us to let you pass a particular place because of runners on the road. So um, I know probably on there's probably a link there at wgns but i know the city puts all that on the, the race route and just in general terms if you can kind of avoid mtsu campus rutherford boulevard to mercury kind of that into the square all the way down main street that kind of box if you will but um so if you can't 
go any other way. Um, if you got to be at work somewhere in that area, get there early. I think the road usually closes down about six o'clock and a good solid 10 o'clock before things start opening up as people, cause they do have people that walk and it takes a little bit longer for them. So, um, we're prepared and we've got our staff ready to go and all the equipment we need to do that. So hopefully it'll be a good, fun, safe event and it should be beautiful weather. We just ask, like I said, motorists and people traveling, try to avoid that area if you can during that time. Okay. So, uh, this Saturday, uh, the traffic starts, uh, being stopped at six, the race starts at seven mm-hmm. and, uh, that's usually right in front of central mag, uh, central magnet school goes down it goes everywhere (laughs) it's hard to really yeah it's not really a circle it kind of yeah kind of has some different shapes in there oh they promote it this takes you through the historic district it does yes it does (laughs) very definitely now you have a cub scout open house coming up too well it's open to all scouting groups boy scouts and girl scouts Um, so usually we get i don't know numerous requests for Uh, tours of the police department or for an officer to come out to a scout meeting they work on patches that have to do with um, law enforcement and community helpers and things like that so this year decided to just uh, do an open house so um, I have a sign up genius link Um, it's on our Facebook page or you can email me and I'll send it to you Um, asking them to all come on one night Um, they can uh, schedule a time between 4:30 and I think it's 7 or 7:30. While they're there, they will be taken on a, a guided tour by a police officer. They'll have four stops on their tour. They'll go to our emergency communication center and find out about 911 and how they can use that. They will meet a canine um, officer and the canine. Um, get to see about working dogs. That's another one of their patches they work on. They'll get to talk to a police officer and check out a patrol vehicle. And then I have two members of our honor guard that are going to do a uh, demonstration about proper flag folding technique and actually fold a flag for them. So um, while that's going on, uh, Vanderbilt Children's Hospital's injury prevention team is going to be in the parking lot to give out information and help any parents that that want information about booster seats or child passenger safety because a lot of our scouts are still in that booster seat age Um, so hopefully we'll keep them safe on the road and and teach them some things while they're there very definitely that'll be on october 24th october 24th okay (laughs) so circle that uh, on your calendar 4 30 to 7 30 in the evening october the 24th and that's at murfreesboro police one final thing and we have about a minute left i hear you have some openings <laughs> we got, we, everybody has we got openings. one or two <laughs> um yeah we're hiring uh we've got an, an application opening i think another group tend to start in november i think that's the goal uh, mm-hmm. if i remember right uh some of those i think those will be uh laterals and uh new officers but we've got plans you know we're already into looking into 2023 for those different phases so if you're interested in a job at the police department go to our website go to our facebook page um there's information to get a hold of a recruiter there if you want to talk about specific things and if you want to even come take a look around um yeah we'd love to have you and, and talk to you about that so always looking for good people 
and that's uh, just at your leisure come by or do you need to make an appointment uh, we'd prefer an appointment but if you come by we'll do our best to accommodate you yeah if you want to okay. talk to our main recruiter it's probably good to call and make sure he's going to be there today he's in georgia so um if if you don't get a chance to make an appointment one of us will talk to you take you around and show you the the building and and answer your questions and if you have some background in police work that's even better oh doesn't hurt at all yeah yeah we'll we'll take trade-ins as people say yeah (laughs) (laughs) well we do thank both of you for sharing what's happening with murfreesboro police with us this morning we've been talking this morning with sergeant amy denton and lieutenant clayton williams updating us on what is happening